Hello and welcome to Sports Best Friends, Rugby League Social Club, a podcast here to convince you that social media isn't a bad place, you just need to follow the right people. It will be unbelievable and I think it, it probably will be a dream that we're chasing and um, I just hope we go good. I'm Big T and I'd like to give a shout out to Badunya, at Badunya for his draft idea. You'll hear more about it in just a moment. I love his views on the world and views of my own. What a day for him. That music means it's Love League dedication time. This is everyone's chance to nominate a special someone in their lives. Could be a player, coach, team, referee, social media account, anyone they think deserves some love. At Gilby underscore Gillard has written, Watching the 97 Grand Final today and seeing David Manson as ref reminded me that he's actually a really great bloke in real life. He used to own our local indoor sports centre, and he would sit and chat about footy over beers every week. He now spends his time caring for his disabled daughter, who is wheelchair-bound, but every time I see him around, he will still have a chat. Gilby, that's an excellent story. Thank you so much, sir. Um, David sounds like an excellent LLD, and so his poem is this. David Manson, David Manson, your soul is so handsome. The next one is from at Arabellazuki1. With so much hateration on here, I'm going to say that there are some amazing Knights fans uh, that are top shelf legends. I'm talking about at Kit and Matt, at Maitland Mumbler, at Joey is Goat, at LV05, at Matty Moy23, at Branko Shank, at Sally hyphen N, and at Mr. Bajas, and many others. Heart Heart. Fantastic, Arabella. I love a bunch of those people as well. And so the poem goes out to your Twitter fam. <clears throat> The Twitter glam Arabella thinks her Knights fam have no kinks. There you go. At Bretto Shank, he's one of the blokes right now. I'd like to send a shout out, it's an LLD, sir, to at Fox NRL and at Andrew Voss and the 97 NRL Knights for their unbridled joy they brought to the Knights fans today. We're missing our beloved red and blue, but it was a special arvo on Twitter between Knights fans. Uh, we know... All about that, Brenda. I remember that grandfather distinctly myself, so I loved it. So here's your poem, and I'm doing it towards Vossi. We know a rolling stone catches no moss, and a talking man we love is Andrew Voss. If you've got an LLD, hit us up next week, and they'll get a beautiful poem in a weird man's voice. There are a few ways to get involved, fam, so you can get thanks. The easiest way is just to do awesome tweets about Rugby League on Twitter. Speaking of getting involved, a whole bunch of legends have got involved in the first ever Sports Best Friend Rugby League draft. This is Budunia's idea. It's a modern era draft. It's from 1980 to 2020. There is at most seven, at, at most 20 teams. I think we're up to 17 or 18 there's draft rounds. Everyone gets to have a pick, randomize every second round. It's going to be first in best drafted. And then uh, back to every odd round, we'll have a different randomized way of doing it. And we're picking the best team. How you win is the owners look at all the teams at the end of it and they decide which team they think is the strongest. And then I send that owner a six pack of beer. The other way that you can also win is that we'll put all of the teams out on Twitter and then Twitter will vote which one they think is the best and then every single owner needs to tweet a congratulatory you're the greatest drafter and slash genius tweet to them and uh, that's how we play. It's going to be super exciting. 
Um, at Chicken Palmer's team, Edge City Masks looks fantastic. They're green. You can also look at at yes underscore Charlton. His Cessnock Cessnas. Incredible badge there. The Rugby Leg Digest from Incredible Pod. They've got the El Dorado Draft Horses, and their symbol is amazing. Uh, at Rev underscore Boyle, he's done one for the Orphea Optimus with a cute little pig holding a, holding a football. Bereft At Bereft of a Dial, an American bloke. He's got the Boston Ironsides on, and far out his badge is top-notch. In fact, both American contingents have incredible mascot uh, badge things. At Mario, uh, I don't know what his Twitter is these days, but Mario Seegs, you've got to get around him. I think it's Andy at the moment. You'll find him, he's everywhere. But Mario's team is the Armadillo, sorry, Armadale Armadillos. They look rad. At Matty Boom, friend of the pod, he's got the Lennox Head Llamas. I don't know how llamas aren't on more sporting things. America, Rugby League in America podcast, great podcast, got to go around Nate. He's also got such an incredible badge. He's got the Utah Rough Riders. Again, such high quality. Obviously, I've got a team. I'm the Winchester Wombats, and my guy looks like a sloth dressed as a wombat with a great old school football. Budunya, the man, the ideas man behind everything, he's a New Jersey jerseys. <laughs> a whole bunch of cows from New Jersey. His badge looks super sick as well. Like it, it doesn't. If you're ever going to make little cows look cool, he's done it. Uh, the Voluntary Tackle, another incredible podcast you've got to get around. They're doing the Clavelli Crunch, where they've got Captain Crunch as their um, thing. Goddamn Gunton again. His team is the Woi Woi Pelicans. Again, excellent badge. Um, Fat Harry Lazy, who's been super around the idea as well, super around the pod. He's just an excellent bloke. He hand drew his, which also looks rad, and used highlighters. His uh, Redland City Rats. It looks super rad. And then just in before we started recording... At NRL Bulldogs fans, um, they've got the Belmore Bulldozers, and they've done a phenomenal job with their badge as well. Um, so super looking forward to the draft. Uh, I'd love to hear people's first draft ideas. I mean, we've also got to, you get 17, you've got to fill a squad of 17 plus a coach. So I feel like uh, my first tips, my first draft pick's going to be the person, the player that I love the most is who I'd probably get to captain. And then I'm thinking... And I'm hoping I'm not giving away too much here, but I think my second draft pick's going to be a coach. Uh, I just can't see there being 18 like incredible coaches or 20 incredible coaches, so I think I'm going for a coach next. Hopefully uh, no one listens to this podcast and so the draft goes well because I'd rather zero listeners and win a, an NRO draft comp. But anyway, we'll see how that goes. If anybody watched a series of rugby league games, they'd never go back to watching Union or AFL, or soccer. Saturday, 1986, Eels v Dragons in round two. The opening of their new stadium at the time. There's been some unaccountable, almost unforgivable handling errors, the commentator said during this, and that was a great way to sum up pretty much the entire first half for the Eels and the entire game for the Dragons. Terrible errors. I asked friend of the pod, Andrew Ferguson, if this was the most amount of errors ever in a game in that 1994 Canberra Bulldogs game last week. And I can tell you, fam, this one would have had more in the first half. So don't worry about that, Andrew. Uh, one player I was super interested in, Terry Leebeater, was in everything. Never heard of the bloke before, playing for the Eels. Looked like a great forward. Um, but Twitter, of course, came to my rescue to tell me all about him. Uh, it started just like last week where I asked everyone what they thought. And at Like a Tiger 4 showing me super amount of support, also said that he knew nothing. He said, at like Tiger 4, 
Didn't he play for Balmain? Question mark. And no, he didn't. I, th- I really appreciate that you're here, Joliet Jake, because it makes me feel like I'm not a massive idiot. People don't know who these people are, so thank you. At NRL's Conspiracies wrote, he played for Canterbury after his first stint at West, straight back to West for one more season, and then off to the Eels. At P. Willard 22 wrote, won a grand final for Para. At Steel underscore Sports wrote, tough uh, as underrated, but held his own. At 72JJK wrote, Oh, and sorry, here come all the bookend tweets. We've got a thousand bookend tweets. I had no idea what it meant. At 72JJK, half of the bookends. At TroyPod78, one of the bookends. At BMAC42, a bookend. Of course, I had no idea what this was. Um, but who fixed it? The great people on Twitter fixed it. At SandyHunter2 wrote, uh, The bookends meant they complemented each other in how they played. Both strong and sturdy props. Just like what bookends do. Fantastic, Sandy. Thank you so much for that. Uh, the other parts of the game, Brett Kenny, I was excited about seeing, but was quite quiet, except for an intercept that he did. But the real reason I was watching this game was I was I got a chance to talk to someone from the Para podcast the other day, and they were talking about how great Sterlo was, and I was thinking, I know Sterlo was great, but I've never actually watched Sterlo play. Thank you, COVID-19, for the opportunity to go and see it. Well, I shouldn't thank COVID-19. Thank you, Isolation, for giving me the chance to go and watch it. He was magnificent. Sterler was magnificent. Short and long kicking game, phenomenal. Like grubbering into the in goal on a dollar, high kicks, landing on a seagull, unbelievable. Bombs, incredible. Short passing game was how they scored most of their tries. So took it to a line, hit a, hit the whoever was hitting a hole, perfect timing, offloading, long passes, just unbelievable. Um, his defense as well, also great. So many cover tackles, unbelievable. Uh, at Rugby League Expander wrote, he played in the first Sydney game I went to as a kid. Don't really remember it, but apparently he carved up, and this was right near the end of his career after all, after most of the 80s teams had retired and he had some nufties around him. So thanks for that memory, mate. And then this dire part of the story from at iHole6844 Ian Hollingsworth. Great until ragdolled by Manly in 1991. Then it was finished. Score? Well, that's brought to us this week by Andrew Voss, at Andy Voss. He already got a LLD, and now he's in this bit. A little train-spotting start. This is back <laughs> This is back from when they, a few months ago, or almost a year ago, actually. A little train-spotting stat to start the countdown on at Fox NRL, calling the Paraverse Dragons at Bank West. In 1986, the game we were watching, while the Eels won the opener versus St. George 36-6, there's the score, Second game they played there was versus Illawarra. One try all, 12 to 8, win to Parramatta. So they won both games. Good on you, Parramatta. Good on you, Andrew Voss. Uh, the big news is obviously the omission of Jonathan Thurston. That's right. And when we talk about news on this pod, we really just find tweets that we really liked that had nothing super specific to talk about. So it's just news from Twitter, the things that I really liked. I mean, one thing that did come out this week was that we found out the NRL is planning to come back late May. That was fantastic. And in fact, at Matt Sport, Matt's underscore sport, summed it up perfectly. For the first time since the hash NRL went into suspension period, I have something to look forward to in my life. Bring on May 28. Maddie, I'm right there with you, handsome. At Casey Badger also wrote, I need some more people to start tweeting about the at NRL resuming on May 28 so I can continue to like all the posts about it. Well, Casey, I felt the same way. I uh, I trawled, and I mean trawled, because there were a lot of garbage, 
for more. Uh, and I found these ones. Here they are. At John M. Kenny's 1936. Thank you. At NRL. It is so important for so many people to have Hash Rugby League back up and running. That's right, Lord. At Jeremy Borden. Bowden. Uh, fantastic news. Well done, Volandis and Greenberg. Clap, clap. Well said, Jeremy. At BJ Burney, 1977. This is awesome. News can't wait. At Chris, 0961 Bring it on. At Luciano, 38787151. Awesome. At Yeah, the boys. Assuming NRL does return May 28 or so, it is really going to expose some players' work ethic. Who among them do extras at home and who... Panic bought Doritos and played Animal Crossing. Fantastic tweet. And I wouldn't be surprised if we see Benji killing people with the step and the run uh, because there might be some slower people out there. And at Budunya, hero of the draft, tweeted AFL to government and other departments, doctors. When can we return? NRL. May we return. Hash good manners go a long way. Pun. Mwah. Fantastic. But this wasn't enough for me. I heard the news straight away. I wanted to get straight around people. I wanted people. I wanted to see people on Twitter. I couldn't get to Twitter at the time because I was looking after Littlest. And so I hit the phone straight away so that I could loudspeaker some excellent people so Littlest could hear the excitement. Here are some of those boys. Boomsy, how are you feeling? Uh, excited. Nervous excited. Okay, great. And what's the first thing you did when you heard? What's the first thing you said? Uh, first thing I said was like that can't happen. But then I looked at uh, looked at the calendar to see how many weeks away it was. Yeah. Okay. And how do you imagine you're going to watch your first game in round three? Uh, jersey on, beer in hand, pizza in the other hand. Can't wait. West Tigers all the way. Thanks, Jamie, and I'll talk to you later. Hi, mate. Hey, Sam. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. Social isolation works for me. (laughs) Okay. And what was the first thing you did when you heard the great news about Rugby League being back on? Uh, The first thing I did, like, well, I'm still, until the ref ref blows the whistle, I'm I'm still cautious. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's not my energy. So I'm going to keep going. How do you imagine watching your first game on round three? (laughs) <laughs> I I imagine watching it with probably uh, with with uh, my youngest stepson who w- lives mm. lives for rugby league, and he's he's lost without it. So hopefully we'll be watching that on the telly, and um, I'll probably be live tweeting it as well. Excellent, thank you, sir. Thank you, Mario from the voluntary tackle fame these days. How are you feeling? Oh mate, I'm feeling pretty fantastic. A little bit, little bit pumped about um, the news today. It's been a, a while between good news and 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 you know, good news. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what was the first thing you said or did when you heard the news? Oh, I was by myself, so I was just I, I was reading it. And went, oh fuck yeah! And the first thing I did was <laughs> send out a tweet just telling the NRL to sort their shit out and get this right. <laughs> <laughs> and how do you imagine watching your first game around three? Well, we'll all be in lockdown, so most likely I'll be completely by myself just watching it on, on my phone or on the TV. Well, you've got to do what you've got to do, Champion. Thanks. Have a great one. You too. Carbonara from Chasing Kangaroos. How are you feeling? Mate, I'm feeling pretty good. It's pretty surreal. And I roll back. 
Yeah, and also you do sound like a robot, so this is making me smile even broader. Uh, what was the first thing you said or did when you heard the news? I, um, I actually found out from your message, because I was hard at work, and I found out from the expert and believed it, so I jumped onto uh, the NRO, read about it, and then dumped me in the fist bump. Yeah, so essentially what you're telling me is that I broke the news to you and I'm the greatest human on earth. And how do you imagine watching the first game on round three? <laughs> I imagine myself sitting there, the kids on the side annoying me because they'd rather be watching Bluey, my wife complaining, than be watching Bluey all weekend and me not caring because he's going to roll that bad. Yeah, see, even robots have a love for rugby league. <laughs> Thanks, Cubs. Thanks, <laughs> We also, of course, called Friends of the Pod TVT and Papacanti. Both getting absolutely smashed by work and were super tired. Um, and so neither of them were able to answer their phone due to naps and work problems. <laughs> Some cute stories that I also saw jump up in my timeline at Rumen Racing. There are no at North Queensland Cowboys to cheer this Easter. So it's game on here at the big Cowboys Monopoly Clash. I'm sure there'll be tears. This looked fantastic. I'm so excited. Please let us know at Rumen Racing who won. Well, that sound obviously means that it is time to find out about our favorite tweet of the weekend. Congratulations goes to at Matt's underscore sport. You filled my heart with hope when I read that you were articulating my brain perfectly. So thank you so much. You get sports best tweet of the week and you go closer to being named sports best tweeter for 2020. I'm feeling all right because I'm not going to get bruised. What do you mean, how am I feeling? Enjoy your sport for another week. Get around good people on the socials like at the RFL, who gave us this beautiful look back in time at the RFL. On this day, 1910, an allowance of 10 shillings was made to at hustle at RLFC scrum half Fred Smith while he was away on the Great Britain Rugby League Lions tour of 2010, oh, sorry, of 1910 to support his elderly parents back home. Rugby League, you have always been a beautiful part of our community and I thank you from the bottom of our heart that you have not only been here through everything, but you are coming back soon. Talk to you then, Sports Fest friends. We wouldn't have got that win without your support. We heard you cheering the whole 60 minutes, and we bloody love yous.